Welcome to Build Relationships, Break Poverty, a podcast hosted by Children's Hope Chest. This podcast challenges the Western perception of international poverty by elevating the voices of local leaders each month. It's our desire to share stories from our staff around the globe who work tirelessly to see vulnerable communities transformed. We believe that building two-way relationships will break the cycle of poverty. I'm Will Crooks. As part of the advancement team for over 10 years, I have the privilege to find and build relationships with church, business, and school leaders. Children's Hope Chest is blessed to work in some of the most beautiful countries around the world. In this month's episode, we ask Hope Chest staff around the world how projects at their care points care for the earth. As Wendell Berry said, the earth is what we all have in common. You'll hear from Yana in Russia, Mesfin in Ethiopia, Isaac in Uganda, and Andrea and Jose in Guatemala. Enjoy today's podcast. Hello, dear friends. My name is Yana Katyashkina. Uh, I am a sponsorship coordinator in Kostroma region. I have been working with Children's Hope Chest for 20 years now. And today I was asked to share a little about some of the eco-friendly initiatives that we have here at Kostroma Care Point. Uh, I have a couple of them to share. Uh, everything began when I graduated with my master's degree in ecology in 2015. Uh, I went there because ecology and the problems of ecology had always been of interest for me. So definitely uh, during my studies, I got a lot of information about modern tendencies and basically uh, a very simple truth about uh, the fact that if we don't start taking care of our planet right now, uh, we will have a very miserable uh, future for our children. So I started recycling at home and bringing my recyclables to a nearby company that does that. I didn't know how to uh, bring that at work and I didn't know how my colleagues would, uh, would accept that idea. So I remember very well uh, me uh, thinking, having doubts, but in the long run I came to our care point and said, guys, what do you think uh, if we start uh, recycling? And I didn't expect that my colleagues would be so supportive of that idea. The funniest thing is that the um, eldest member of our team who turned 75 this year, so at that time she became my best supporter <laughs> she would be uh, guarding very um, strictly uh, how people would be washing the recyclables and putting them in different bags then um, some of the grads uh, our older orphans uh, are now working at our care point uh, one of them is Kolya Nikolai maybe you've met him uh, during your visits here so he became one of my helpers. Everybody now uh, 
uh, does recycling and it, it's nothing extraordinary. It's something we're used to and we do it every day. So whenever we have a pile of things in different bags, Koli and I go and uh, carry out the recyclables to the containers and we jokingly call ourselves the garbage team <laughs> and uh, honestly it, it has become a lot of fun because we would go there, we would uh, maybe take a coffee to go, we would talk and it just became one of our quality times doing something nice for the environment. Plus our older orphans are now absolutely used to the fact that we recycle here at Kostroma Care Point. And another thing that we did last year during our orientation camp when orphan grads come to Kostroma and we do a three-day training kind of camp, uh, orientation camp as we call it for them here at Kostroma Care Point. One of the activities that we chose for them was a competition, ecological competition that took place here in Kostroma. Uh, there were several teams of young people who were eco-friendly and they were doing kind of plogging, like competing, jogging or running and picking trash. Uh, and the team that collected most of the trash won. They also had a funny prize for the uh, funniest uh, thing they had found. And one of the teams found pizza, so that team definitely won that prize. So our grads participated in that activity too. So step by step, eco-friendly initiatives are coming here, um, not only in Russia as a whole country, but to smaller towns like Kostroma. And we are proud that we have the staff who support these ideas and all the orphans. And we, we are definitely going to keep doing that in the future for the sake of our environment, for the sake of a better future for for those who will come after us. Thank you for listening. My name is Masson Johannes. Uh, I've been working in Children's Sculpture since 2016. I've serving here for the last uh, five years uh, in the capacity of program coordinator. Uh, I want to share some of uh, uh, my activities while working in project areas, that is, environmental protections. As you know, this is a burning issue in the world. Global warming is one of uh, the major challenge for our world. And also planting trees or seedlings uh, is a great solution for climate change. So trees help us to combat uh, global warming. Uh, trees help us uh, a lot of uh, 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 importance for uh, human beings or the nature that is absorbing carbon dioxide, uh, cool our environment, reduce uh, temperature, reduce uh, wind speeds, and removing and storing carbon, releasing oxygen back into air and some other benefits for human beings and for nature. Uh, when we come to in our country, Ethiopia government has a wonderful attention regarding in green environment. Uh, billions and billions of trees had been planting yearly basis in our country, especially in rainy seasons. So 
children's hopes and children's hopes families have shared this vision and last year in rainy season more than 5000 trees or seedlings planted around Kerpont area and more than uh, 600 members uh, participated in this activity for example at uh, Alamra mountain around Awasa Haladaganat Kerpont area Kerpont uh, sponsors Brittany and uh, her team uh, participated in this activity and more than uh, 300 registered children uh, from Halade, Hitasaganet, Warancha and Annat Care Points participated in these great activities. Besides, uh, when you look about in Shashamani, uh, one care point, Shashamani Better Care Point, uh, more than 500 trees uh, or seedlings planted there in collaboration with uh, Trinity Church sponsors and more than 100 children's families and volunteers even children's hospital staff, CarePoint and national office staff participated in this great uh, activity. In our area, in Sidama Regional State, uh, in Wendogannat area, we have uh, one project area, so we call it Chapa project. In this area, all community members, children's, families, government staffs uh, have been participating in a great environmental protection and degradation issues. In this area, we had uh, done a lot of activity. For example, more than 1,500 trees planted. And also more than 100 uh, members participated in this area. Among more than 100 children, especially most of them are uh, women, the mother of children, fully participated and we can bring uh, a great attention in this area. Uh, the other thing is when, when we looked about Oklo Care Point, based on the number of children, all of children have had planted trees among their care point areas. And also, Awasa and North Care Point did the same activities in project areas. The other Shashamane Gofa Care Points also did this business effectively. We really appreciate all of the projects who have been actively participate in this area. The other is we struggle to bring the impacts. Therefore, we all projects, we all projects, families, children, and children's hopes itself contributing the great impact. Therefore, in the future, in the future, we have uh, a great plan around Awasa. We are uh, asking uh, to the government to give us uh, a land, a barley, barren land or uh, deforested, deforested land or desert land, and we can make or we will make that area afforested. Therefore, if we cover green environmental areas, we can have a lot of benefits for projects in the community areas. Uh, one of the benefits is making uh, environmental friendly and uh, it, is, it, it will be a recreational area, one of uh, a job opportunity area, More, many of uh, family members can uh, will get, will get uh, a job opportunity from these parties. The other is it will be a youth learning center uh, and it makes good relationship with uh, government. It is a branding 
uh, expansion issues. We can introduce children's watches to others. And also, mainstreaming uh, environmental protection among the community, kids, children. Uh, the other is uh, we have planned to, to create uh, different environmental clubs among all care point areas, especially in schools, to, to, to bring uh, familiarize with environment protection to the children. Uh, really, uh, finally, I would like to say thank you for all sponsors, uh, donors, Children's Hopeless US team, Children's Hopeless National Office team, all CarePoint staff, families, children, communities, volunteers, and government body to participate in this great business. Thank you so much. My name is Isaac Okwang. I serve with the Children's Hope Chest, Uganda. In particular, I work as a, a project coordinator for Ngariam Care Point here in Uganda. Uh, Ngariam is one of the care points that are in Uganda, and uh, it is one of the areas that has been affected greatly by climatic changes. Lately, we have been experiencing uh, very prolonged droughts as that have not been as usual. Then also when we receive rains, the rains are very intensive, sometimes even causing floods. But recently in March of this year, 2021, we had an intervention as a care point. We organized the whole community. We began with the farmers. So we attracted and brought together over 700 farmers. And we brought in an expert that was knowledgeable and, and an expert in the issues of climate change. So when the expert came, we did a historical profile and realized that yes, for sure, the climate in Ngariam community had drastically changed in the past 10 years. Traditionally, uh, from time immemorial, rains used to return on the 15th of March. But then lately, even the case in point this year, it is already March, it's already in April, but we do not have enough rain that can sustain agriculture. So in this sensitization that we had with the expert, we raised awareness on the fact that climate change was already with us and the effects were already being felt in the community, especially by the farmers who relied mostly on the climate to, to farm and to, to earn a livelihood and their living. So in the intervention, we had adaptation mechanisms that uh, the experts together with the community were able to identify. One of which, it was recommended that the community adopts a climate smart agriculture. And uh, strongly also it was advised and agreed by the community that they take on the issues of environmental preservation as something that was key. So the action points that the community together with uh, the farmers at the forefront, the leaders of the communities, and the expert that was guiding. We agreed that as way forwards, as resolutions, every household was supposed to preserve the trees that were in their farmland. No one, everyone pledged not to cut down trees anymore, but rather preserve the trees that were already in existence. They also pledged that at least every household plants a minimum of five trees 
Many of them decided to plant lemon trees, some decided they would plant mangoes, but at least a minimum was set of five trees per household in a bid to try and rescue the environment, to restore the environment and restore the climate as it was. One of the issues that was also discussed and realized is that uh, since the climate had become so erratic and unpredictable, it would always cause a lot of losses to the farmers. Because when you farm, you realize that maybe the floods come and uh, the floods will sweep away every crop that you have farmed in that year. Or even when the, the rains are not much, you find that the drought comes in early and then is prolonged for so long. So the expert also advised that on top of farming, every household should have a section where they do animal rearing. So we also agreed that every household as a resolution should have a minimum of two chickens as a point of starting the animal husband and the animal rearing to be able to diversify the sources of livelihood. Also, they agreed that they would have a minimum of two sheep per household. Those that preferred goats would then have goats. So that is a resolution that the farmers and the community in general came up with in the guidance of the expert in a bid to try and adapt to the changes of the climate and try to restore and recover, help the environment to recover from the shock that it has gotten into. Part of the, the causes of the changes in the environment that were identified were issues of cutting down trees, bush burning, and then the misuse of wetlands, of which the participants in the trainings and the sensitization pledged that they would now respect nature, they would respect the environment, and instead help preserve the, the environment. So as a care point, we organized farmers into groups, groups of 10, 10 persons, and out of the 700, we got over 70 groups that are now organized into farmer groups. These groups come together and then they decide on which kind of crops they would want to farm and which animals they would like to rear. Then we would sit and agree with them, share costs and see where and how to support them. Uh, many of them have shifted to from the traditional crops that were planted earlier that used to take about six, seven, eight months or even a year because now the climate is not reliable, it is so erratic. So now as an adaptation mechanism, they have shifted to crops that are short term and then crops that are resistant to, to, to the drought. So now many of them are switching to farming vegetables, tomatoes, onions, eggplant, watermelon, because once you put that in the garden, once you farm that, it takes a very short time, maybe 90 days or less. So in the 90 days, there is a high chance, there is a high probability that it will be in the season where there is water, where there is some water. By the time the water level rises to the level of a flood, you could have harvested something. Or by the time that the dry season sets in, you would have still harvested something. So a majority of the community is now shifting from the traditional crops that were so long-term, perennial sometimes, now to crops that are short-term that take about 90 days or slightly less than that so that they would try to adapt to, to, to the climatic changes that are already occurring in the community. So we are positive that there is going to be a great change in the community 
and uh, we are now beginning a drive to plant trees even at our care points each care point has a lot of trees that we have planted as a beautification of the compound but then also to help revive the environment we have groups that are already having over 500 seedlings of eucalyptus trees that they have already bedded and they are supposed to distribute and sell out some to other groups so that members can go on a drive for tree planting so we are now championing tree planting we are championing climate smart agriculture we are championing the use of agronomic practices that do not harm the environment but practices that help coexist with the environment and help the environment to thrive on its own as well so as a care point we are committed to environmental protection we are committed to trying as much as possible to stop the climatic changes that are already occurring in the community. Thank you. God bless you. Hi everyone, my name is Sam Montero. I'm the program manager for uh, Hope Chess in Guatemala. And I'm here with Andrea and I will let her introduce herself. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Andrea and I'm the program coordinator for Guatemala office. So today we, we want to talk about something important. We, as hopes, we have a, the approach or our mission is to develop a community in a holistic way. In that sense, we not only look at a community and find the assets of the, of the community and try to make people get some income to improve their way they live, but we also are thinking about sustainability in the in a sense where we have to be good stewards of what God has given us and uh, that's the environment. We need to create for ways to help the community take care of their environment, the land, what they produce, so that it can be sustainable during the time. And from there we can create businesses that will help them get some income uh, to help them feel, fulfill their needs. So today I have Andrea with me and she's going to share with us how some of the care points in Guatemala are approaching to the environment. I'm going to share with you two stories. Uh, first, it's Cuyotenango Care Point. This is located in the south coast of Guatemala. In at this area, many people have the culture to not clean their areas. You know, they don't have um, someone who collects the trash and, and just put it away from their cities. The people normally do it. They throw uh, the trash in the streets, you know, on the main roads or to the rivers or they burn this trash. So any of these three are the healthy way to manage trash. So we have the opportunity in 2019 to uh, encourage the community and do the trash challenge. And with this, many community members came with big uh, plastic bags, gloves and everything to clean the areas of the main road and also the areas around the river that is close to the care point to create a healthy uh, environment. 
Uh, so, Andrea, can you tell us a little bit more how this uh, trash challenge impacted the community? What are the results that you have seen after that? So, we have the opportunity just to do it one time, and we thought that maybe this won't be that impactful uh, through the years. But we saw that the people start taking care of their green areas around the care point and also around their homes. So that means that they are not throwing away on the streets or at the river the, the trash. So we're seeing that that will help them to decrease the illnesses and also, you know, just for them to feel more comfortable every time that they walk around that area. So we also have another type of approach in the environment with another community. This is at Tikpan. This is an, an other community that is in a rural area. So the people normally there cook with wood. So they chop a lot of trees in some private areas or public uh, as well. So um, Colegio Israel Care Point start a movement with the senior students where they go and plant new trees, you know, in these areas to reduce the damage. So that won't um, make the weather change, you know, during the rain, rainy season. And the people is starting to create a culture that if they chop one tree, they need to plant more trees because in the future they will need it. So that is the way that they are uh, creating a culture of good stewardship of their environment and they are also getting involved with other uh, organizations around in their parents. That's great. Uh, as I was sharing at the beginning, here in Hopches, we want to do what God called us to do. And part of that is to be good stewards. We have been called to uh, steward the, all the land. And that's why we are taking these small steps, one at a time, to help with the environment. Every project that we are beginning to work here in Guatemala, we try to find what's the best way to help with the environment and not being a source of pollution for the environment. We want to use all the resources, not only economic, but all the resources that are in a community. Uh, in the best possible way. Thank you for listening to us and uh, hope that you are engaged with us, are joining all the efforts that we are doing here in Guatemala and in other countries to help with the environment and the community development. And remember, you can also do the same at your community and share with us what are the great impacts of that in your community. Thank you for listening to this episode of Children's Hope Chests, Build Relationships, Break Poverty. You can follow Hope Chest on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. <laughs>